listening to Thought Crime Live on RepublicBroadcasting.org. I am the thought criminal uh, here, Stephen Douglas Whitener. This is the second hour of February the 17th, 2024's Thought Crime Live. And I just have uh, learned that there's not a chat tango at the moment, y'all. I, uh, so <laughs> I won't direct you there, but I'll... Charlie, let me toss it back to you. So I just got a message from somebody else that told me that. I had not read it while I was on the air. But, oh, well, you know, look, I don't know what to say to that without hearing it. And uh, it's like I'm not saying it's like uh, I don't I just don't know what to say. People got to have get a sense of humor, I guess, on once in one sense, I would say. But on the other, I don't know. I mean, I remember when I worked in the 80s and 90s, that was, a, you know, we, we that's how we got along. A lot of us then it's like it's been this hate speech and all that. It's like just speech people hate. And you, you can just don't I try not to be hateful. But, you know, it's like, it, well, yeah, you go ahead, Charlie. So the person you read, did that all you read the whole thing, right? No, I did not read the whole thing. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, well, okay, yeah. well. Just but that they... Okay. Yeah. I just read what I thought would be the first, the most pertinent part of it. Mm. Uh, I, if you don't mind, I'd like to share my opinion on this. Sure, brother. Uh, okay, yeah. I personally, I don't know, I didn't hear the show, but here's my point of view as far as RBN goes and as far as you guys go, as far as being announcers. I think you guys should be able to talk about whatever you want to. This is what this platform is all about. It's about freedom of speech. I don't care if people are offended. You understand what I'm saying? I don't care if people are offended by what I got to say about this person or that person. We got to have some place in this world where we can talk freely, and that's what RBN has always been as far as I'm concerned to me. There's a place where we can tell the truth, well, we can get out here and, and absolutely give our opinion on anything. Now, I agree we shouldn't be using foul language, or we should right. maybe stay away from the N-word or whatever like that. But as well, far as I'm concerned, we, there's no, there should no, be no uh, restrictions on what we can say here. Yeah, well, the most, I agree. I don't want to – I try to keep a standard of where I'm not – cussing or LARPing or calling for stupid things, you know, violent things that are going to be ridiculous, you know, but other than that, we need to be able to explore thoughts and ideas. I try to concentrate and attack thoughts, you know, that's thought crime live, but, you know, sometimes those thoughts about people, (laughs) you know, they talk about things and people and ideas, the three things that you refer to, but it's also... I don't know. Hate speech is just speech somebody hates. It's like unless you're literally uh, defaming somebody. I mean, making observations is – we used to – making fun of each other was what we did. Now it's like a horrible thing to do. It's, it, it's just people with no sense of humor. I, I know that there's something parallel with that throughout history where that happened before, and then it, it just, you know, I don't know my history well enough to know when that happened, but I remember, you know, Hillary Clinton running for office, and she was going to go try to put some guy in jail for, and then, hey, they put somebody in jail for a meme, didn't they? A meme? So this thought crime yeah. line, you know, this thought the crime's really happening, y'all. I do agree. We've got to fight back in a sane and rational way that doesn't make us, uh, targets to get them to restrict us more i think a lot of people are that is their goal 
I think there are a lot of bad actors in this uh, alternative media sphere. These co-intel pros and LARPers a lot. I had not realized that when I first started doing that, but I see that now. And I don't know. I'm not trying to say that about anybody from last night, just in general. This is an observation now because I don't know the, the show last night. But, you know, it's like I try to maintain a little higher standard, like you said, with language and with the topics, too, I guess. I mean, it's like I want to get what I thought mostly was that people who need to talk to each other who normally wouldn't you know like i like i mentioned earlier charlie the guys in dr cooey's uh, stream and people here both would should be aware of the the liberty and of what they know about the shots and the biology you know that cross-pollination that sharing and networking that's the thought crime that they want to disrupt those kind of things if there's any way they can stop those connections from being made and people from standing up more and more together for themselves and together against those powers that should not be then they'll use whatever weapon they can to stop it i don't know if that's what's going on here or not but who knows i just that's just my opinion there and uh anything else charlie i got a couple other callers go ahead one last thing i already think that in my opinion the hate speech laws were the worst some of the worst laws that we've ever had implemented in this country they open the door yeah. for all kinds of horrible things that can come further down the way. They're basically just trying to shut us up and keep us from saying anything eventually. That's what it's going to boil down to. They want to control our speech and everything we say. Everything we can't, won't be able to talk about politicians, won't be able to talk about races. We won't be able to talk about anything, you know? That's what it boils down to. Anyway, thank you. I appreciate time and i'm sorry to bring you this news by the way Murray oh well will you open up a chat room for you if you asked her i'm sure she would oh sure i, I hope so I, I i know i just i i all right yeah thanks very much for the call let me get back on to my other calls here and i'm sorry to hear that folks uh you know i just i, I make a joke about not being able to walk and chew gum but that's that's why i didn't have the thing going but yeah any yeah if, i'm sorry to somebody associated me with something else what i didn't say but you know Oh, here, and, and okay, I just got this from Blackbird9, too. He says, y'all are welcome to go to the Trading Post chat room at bb9tradingpost.chitango.com, too. Uh, so there you go. Problem solved for today, anyway. And, uh, you know, let me get on to the callers, and I pre- appreciate all you thought criminals, too. Let me, uh, and next up, I've got Chance in West Virginia. Chance, how are you, sir? My wife just mentioned you to me today. <laughs> yeah, good morning, Stephen. You know, talk about solutions. You know, all the clues are there, but people just don't want to face them. You know, they think they can just complain or reason with their enemy. You know, the only possible solution for people is to work out, keep yourselves healthy, and practice firearms proficiency in their spare time. That's it. Face it. You're on your own. And I'll give you plenty of examples right now. Right? Now, every time I see this, this jack-off, Anthony Blinken, he's got a silly smirk on his face. Now, remember that silly smirk, because, because that will be the same silly smirk on his face and others when they come for you. All right? That's one example. Another example is when cops beat the living crap out of people on the side of the road. You notice it's never a gang member or mafia guy's? That's clue number two. And then you get people say to these military guys, thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. My rights have been taken away little by little with each passing year. If I'm going to say thank you for your service, I'm going to say thank you for your service to the international Zionist bankers. 
That's what I'm going to say, because you certainly aren't doing nothing for me as an American citizen. So keep all these things in mind, because this is the point where we're at. They did it to my family in Eastern Europe, who are innocent farmers, broke up the family, stole our property. The same thing is going to happen here. Why? Because it's been on the agenda since day one. They're finally getting around to it. What do you got to say about that, Stephen? I couldn't agree more, Chance. <laughs> that's just exactly yeah. the way I see it. Yes, sir. Yeah. You, you. That's very succinct, and I agree with you. That's what's happening. And, well, and I, people, you know, I didn't realize how far back it went until I started to follow Mike Gaddy and the stuff about the Constitutional Convention and all that. It's like, oh man! And then I started to see the parallels between you know that empire that we were supposedly fighting against and the one that we are today. Steve, this goes, Stephen, this goes back a long, long time. As a matter of fact, I'm mm-hmm. going to recommend a, a book to you. Yes. It's, it's, uh, it's two books, part one and part two. It's called <laughs> The Secret Empire by Cushman Cunningham. Look, take a look at those two books. This has been going on for years and years uh, and people have gotten so lazy over the years. All right, we all get older, but it's time to face the truth. And when I say, uh, 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 when I gave you those recommendations about the only possible solution, even that's not a guarantee, but at least you might live longer. You've got to ask yourself, do I want to live longer? Yeah. Do I want to die when God comes and takes me? There might just I might just have to die in protecting my property and my family and my loved ones. Am I up to it? I mean, that's the point we're at. Sad to say, I, I agree completely, Chance. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but there's a uh, sheriff I was quoting last week that I saw in Ohio who had just come back from this briefing from the FBI, the socialist, and that's pretty much what they were telling him. You're on your own. Something's coming. You're on your own. Well, that should be obvious. That's why when people keep complaining over and over and they ain't got solutions, they keep talking silly-ass politics. I laugh mm-hmm. at these people. I says, wait a minute. Don't you realize what you're up against? How stupid can you be? You can complain till the cows come home. You can go to the voting box till the cows come home. It don't make a bit of difference. They're, they're coming for you, man. They're coming for you. I know it sounds, I know it's, it's hard for people to understand that, but man is evil. They've been doing this for thousands of years. Now they see the opportunity. And here's the latest breaking news. Listen to this before I let you go. Mm-hmm. This, this nothing you who over here in Israel, uh-huh. now he's thinking of attacking the Muslims during Ramadan. Yes, I uh, mentioned so that what earlier. Think- yes, sir. So what do you that's think ridiculous. that's going to do? That, what do you think mm-hmm. that's going to do? That's going to open it all up. And if you think your own leaders, who are all international Zionists, won't do the same thing to you, you better wake up and smell the damn coffee, man. That's all I mm-hmm. got to say. I just wanted to get those examples out there because if people are too stupid not to realize, not to see what's going on around them and see that they're on their own. And they, they've got to take it into their own hands just to protect their own lives and their loved ones. If they're not up to the game, they might as well just put the gun to their own head, as far as I can see. Thank you now, Stephen. Well, thanks very much for the call, Chance. I always appreciate your input. And next up, I have Brian in Washington. Thank you for the call, Brian. How are you, sir? 
Well, it's actually Jenna. Brian just handed oh, Jenna. me. Hi, Jenna. Sorry. Okay. Hi, Jenna. Hi. Well, Chance, you know, I took the phone because my family, they got, you know, they got torn away from their family farm. It got burned in eastern, in Lithuania. And um, half the family had to run down to Latvia. My grandparents made it, you know, to the United States. But more recently, I found them on Facebook, and I started talking to them. Well, turns out the new layer of censorship, I can't get back on Facebook without a cell phone. I got just cut off completely. There's no way I could get in. And it's like the walls are coming in on me. Like all of these elements of how I'm choosing to live my life. I, I mean, I'm, alre- I'm already scattered. I don't need a cell phone for additional. And then the layers of the, you know, the electromagnetics, all that. But now I'm just like, oh, shit. I did get their emails, but... We had conversations almost daily. You know, I got uh-huh. my, the, the new updated family tree sent to me, all that. So <sighs> I, I'm, I'm there with um, Chance in that it's happening and it's so subtle. But I also wanted to comment, um, I, I really appreciate that you got um, uh, uh, J.J. Cooey on your show, and um, mm. we're following up on that because, this is really good information, good. and we just hooked up Kevin McCarran on uh, Chris Hinckley's show February 23rd, next Friday. So I just wanted okay. to announce that. Maybe, well, I would hope that maybe the two of them would be able to talk at some point, but that, you know, that's that's in the future, possibly. I was expecting him to be on today. I really appreciate his point of view. I thank you for mentioning him again. That's J.J. Cooey. It's at GigaArm Biological on Twitch TV, if you all want to check this out. Our GigaArmBiological.com. It is very good information. Thanks for bringing that up, Jenna. Sure, because, you know, I hear they're back and forth, and they're just saying, well, they're not really, really good investigative journalism or or um, scientific reasoning is you present your side, but um, uh, uh, Charles Rixey teams has, he, he's been part of the, the um, diffuse release of um, the, that, the um, military papers that began his whole thing on Substack, and he, he's he's giving, he, he, from his perspective, I'm sorry, I'm kind of Let's excited here, yeah, um, mm-hmm. that he likes to present all the evidence, what mm-hmm. everyone can back with their papers, and that's, that's where I think this group initially kind of splintered, and mm-hmm. J.J. Cooley and Kevin McCarran and Charles Rixey and all these other doctors, they splintered off because they, you know, they just carried on with what they felt was their truth and the importance of just hearing all the facts that can be brought up. Because I, I'm hearing the complaints on one side that J.J. Cooley, he's only presenting what he thinks is important, but he's not um, uh, re- relating. Well, you know, I, may, may I, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I think... If I can, I'm not going to try to speak for him, but what I hear him saying is that people who are not telling the whole truth about, like, the transfection is never going to give immunity. If they don't question, if they still are for the childhood vaccine, 
a program. If they don't call that out or don't call out pharmaceuticals for liability, like they, you know, the liability cover, without, oh, hey, have the first break, come, the break coming. Oh, can you hang on? We'll be right back, folks. I play checkers. I'm sick of checkers. I'm sick of pain. John, I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee that's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get, and you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge and knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 
50 if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. Thought Crime Live on RepublicBroadcasting.org, and I have Jenna in Washington on. And I'm going to try to get to all of the callers. I, I do have a few uh, in, in line, and let me turn it back over to you before, before I go on. Let me give you another word, Jenna. Oh, thanks. thanks. Real quick, I do want mm-hmm. to say that the platform that Kevin McCarran's on is We Talk, You Listen, and it's an independent platform. The idea is to design it so that it can't be censored like YouTube and all the, these other social medias. And that platform, one of the construction um, techies of it, is doing a really nice website up for Larkin, Texas, to just put it out there in a very nice way, communitarianism and understanding it. And I think that that's fabulous, and it could help us a lot, because referring people to um, some place to go to understand what we're trying to battle against is helpful. So thank you for taking my yes, call. Yes, I, I yeah I appreciate appreciate your input. And uh, yes, next up I have Patrick in Texas. Hello, Patrick. Thanks for the call, sir. Uh, thanks, Stephen. I think Chance uh, touched on it. We've been enemies with these people for thousands of years. Uh, Jesus said to the Pharisees, "Where I go, you not come." And he said, and they said, "Well, you know, we're, we've never been in a captivity." The Pharisees said, "That's right." You're not part, not where Exodus out of Egypt. You're not. You created the Judaism religion very shrewdly so they can glom on to be in the tribe of Judah. Uh, but they're not us. And, uh, we've been fighting these same ones. They've been, uh, you know, they, they, they were instrumental in the bloody terror. You know, they, they, they released the dogs of hell on the people of France. You know, they, uh, you know, they, uh, in Spain with the, uh, the white, Iber- uh, they, uh, they, the Christians in Spain. Where they, they they teamed up with the Muslim Moors and invaded there in hell for seven hundred years, and then the eighteen forty eighters who tried to take over Europe and they ended up coming over here and creating the civil war, and they've been starving us every time they get a chance, you know, with the Holodomor, with the uh, the Shenandoah Valley, you know, they said uh, uh, they wiped out all of the food supply, and uh, I think uh, it's, uh you know, it's, uh, it's like how much criminalization will you tolerate? They got uh, everything is being criminalized, and, this, and Sam Bixby says hate speech is how they're going to come after us. Now, once they criminalize that, that's up to 
the interpretation. And you know that's that's gonna, that's 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 the, that's the Pandora. That's the, they're gonna come get us. But uh, as far as like you know yeah. the uh, the food supply, you know we are all been an agrarian society. We was very very rich, and the uh, and in the north was you know was it was was envious of that, and we were paying all the bills. But uh, that's um, we got to get back to that to feed ourselves because it's all these petrochemicals, all the uh, glyphosate. Yeah. All these ammonia stuff, we're killing the soil. And it used to be like uh, one acre would put out 200 bushels of, of corn, but now I do 70. And the, and the farmers can't, it's, 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 it's a spiral out of control where you, you start using these chemicals. You kill the soil, and it's not healthy. you got to get back to yeah, realizing that you, know, you can't use these chemicals. Uh, you got to get back to nature. Yeah, about that, I'm going to let you move on. I just want to make that point because we got to get right, hey, well, thank, Yes, Patrick. Yeah, I agree with you completely that the agra and big agra and big pharma, they're part of the thing that's coming against us. It's like, you're right, the only, there's no solution to be found with those people. We have to create our own thing, but it's going to be difficult because it's so ubiquitous. All that glyphosate is everywhere now, and, and the GMO stuff is spreading. These people should be held criminally responsible. They, you're right. This is a crime against humanity, against everybody, especially against the white race. You know, They're starting with us, but they want to wipe everybody out. Hey, look, Patrick, thanks very much for the call, sir. I do have a lot of callers lining up. Let me go on and get to, get to the next one, I, and I do appreciate you as always, sir. Uh, next up, Tom in Florida. Hello, Tom. Thank you for calling, sir. How are you? Yeah, hello, Steve. Can you hear me? Howdy. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Good day to you guys. Uh, um, all great calls. Everybody made a great call, I got to say. Um, uh, hey, yeah, you got uh, caught by the break. Can you hang on till we'll be right back with Tom in Florida? Thought criminals. Y'all stick around. tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read one. This product has been a godsend for my father, who suffered from a heart attack about two years ago. He was prescribed medications for his condition, which was so serious He almost died, but he hasn't been able to afford most of the medications. After researching alternatives that were more affordable, he tried Extendivite. Since taking it, he has consistently lower blood pressure and experiences less angina. We are currently on our fifth bottle. I enthusiastically recommend this product, and I am grateful that it is available. To order, call 1-877-928-928. 
888-222-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows too. EaseOff LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com. Or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113. Drinksupertea.com. Criminals, uh, I'm on with Tom in Florida. Tom, let me toss it back to you, sir. Sorry, sorry the break cut you off. Uh, yeah, yes. You know, Stephen, um, last hour you were talking about the great replacement. But before I go there, I want to go back to Chance. Uh, he, he made a really good call there, um, and he was pretty much on target. Um, you know, we got to call this out for what it is. Uh, one of the guys calls in all the time. He's absolutely right. Um, you got to remember, this is demonic. This is called uh, the, Christ, the, the Christ killers are in power. The ones who, who persecuted Jesus Christ are in power right now, and they've been in for thousands of years. In my book, they're dark angels, and they're the schmucks. 
But you got to remember, and before I go to the great replacement, I want to talk about what happened uh, with uh, Mr. Trump yesterday in New York, in New York. You had Donald Trump by a, a, a Kabbalist Jew judge, one judge, didn't even have a jury, ruled that his, his family's got to pay $350 million. But hold on. Why wasn't his daughter uh, uh, found guilty? I'll tell you why, because she her, she's married to a Jew, Kirshner. If Kirshner, why wasn't Kirshner involved? Why isn't Kirshner be, because you know what Donald Trump should do, Stephen? Everybody in your audience knows, needs to know this. He should scream yeah. racism. Donald Trump should scream that Jews are racist toward Christians. Right there. Do you want Donald okay. Trump to win the case and blow out the whole uh, government? Call racist against the minority, which is the Jews, or 1.8% of the population, who's control 90% of the wealth of the United States. Say 75%, whatever. They're not even 2% of the population, actually. But they're controlling all this power, like Chance was saying. And then there, there are the Christ killers. That's what I got to say about that. That Jewish yeah. judge, that new judge should be put in prison for life. But we'll see what happens when Trump, uh, if he does win, what's he going to do with this kosher, uh, this kosher judge here? Hey, I don't even call I, he he's had not a, a kosher you, judge. Tom, Tom, did, kosher. You did you see the smirk? Did you see the smirk on the judge's face? That that was what struck me. Somebody mentioned the smirk on uh, Blinken's face earlier. If you look at that judge, and but and also let me say, Tom, what surprises me about that is that people still keep voting. But you know, it's now, just listen, yes. Steven, go ahead. I want to go back to the great replacement, but I had to bring that out because mm-hmm. that Jew is smirking like I'm a Kabbalist, demonic, dark angel like George Soros. Look at Soros. Look at his son with Uma Abedin. This whole thing is a giant filth. Hey, I, Tom, I do have a lot of callers. Let me, let me let you warn you. Go ahead. Uh, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna let's have finish my go ahead. You're talking, go ahead. You're talking about the Great Replacement. The Great Replacement here, mm-hmm. that Great Replacement happened under John F. Kennedy. When he allowed all these uh, Cubanos to come here from Cuba and never gave them uh, air cover in the Bay of Pigs, and they've taken over the whole uh, Magic City of Miami, and they don't they don't want not, a lot of the the first ones that came here they love this country they're they're true patriots but you have the one after the Mariel they don't come here they don't even still want to speak English these people are not coming here to learn to speak English we got to make that an official language but they're these people are not coming here to compliment they're coming to your lunch take their job and tell you get out of get your ass out of here gringo. We're, we're, and they're using, they're also going to use the Sephardite situation. That you, none of these people coming here to this country are doing us any good. Especially in I the agree. last 10 years, they're not doing us no good at all. And you know what, what are they going to Look, we're bringing 80% of these people coming through that border are males. What are they going to do for females, Stephen? I want to hear what your case it's is. It's strange days, Tom. I, listen, I, I, I appreciate what you're saying, and I agree. Well, I saw that happen with the Cubanos and with the, uh, the with the difference in the two generations too. One was uh, born under a freer freer even, system. Even one was born one, under Cuba. Even, mm-hmm. even not one white man or woman is on the Miami Dade County Commission or Broward County Commission. Look it up. Mm. There's not one. Or there's nobody representing the we, Caucasians in this country. Anglos, yeah. the Northern Europeans are not being represented, and they're going to do the same in California. It's a it's a hate crime. It's Federal hate crime to even want such representation these days, Tom. Listen, I got five uh, more callers got to go. It. I hate to cut you off, sir, but I'm going to have to go on to the next one. Thank you very much for calling yeah, in, as always. You. Paul in New Jersey next. Paul, thanks, sir. Thanks for the call. Um, hello. Yes, Paul, you're on, sir. Yeah, I'm calling about a. I haven't heard the show about Richard Carey. I hear supposedly some people were offended over the free speech. 
Yes, sir. I have not heard the whole thing either. I just someone did say that. Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, so I can't really one, comment would, on what was said, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would. I for one, I would urge uh, all three of RBN's black listeners to call in, and of course, t- tell us how much they've donated to the network. Because sometimes I people always make it sound like blacks are you know like listening to the network. Do they contribute? Do they donate money? And RBN should really focus on always trying to bring in new revenue and get, you know, like uh, do what the people who actually pay for the network want. You know, the people who donate should really have top priority on this network, not the free riders, you know. And and by the way, we, uh, uh, we should also remember John Stadmiller he gave a, a, a talk show on RBN to that black guy who was on late at night. Does he call himself V? Remember him? Yes, I do remember. Yeah, and, yes, sir. And so you can't say the network's racist, but if you're going to have free speech, some people are going to be racist, and some people are going to say things that might offend uh, black people. And by the way, if black people want to call in, and provide some jokes about white people, I'd be glad to listen to them. <laughs> you know, that's a great point. I, I saw these songs that a guy did. It was the black people song, the white people song. It was funny, the stuff he did. And he did one for Mexicans and Jews and Arabs, I think, eventually. all. And it was just not, it was not so much hateful as it was funny. You know, I mean, some of it, I just remember laughing at this. Z-Flow is the name of those songs that were that I saw. We do need to have a sense of humor in this world, Paul. I mean, how else are you going to survive in the face of what's happening, you know? Yeah. And, and oh, hey, listen. <laughs> yeah. No, and, and I do have to go wonder, on to get to some more callers. I don't want to be – I don't want to cut you off, Paul. I really appreciate you calling in. I'm looking forward to catch, checking out what offended everybody so much. Go ahead, right, sir. But, Let but, me toss it. But my point is, are the people who are actually offended actually black or just white people – like liberal types who feel they have to mollycoddle blacks and they get offended for them. You know how these liberals are. Oh, they yeah. Get- yeah. White knights and all that. I agree. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, and that is so insulting. I remember when I was in high school, when they started the affirmative action thing, there was this kid who told me how insulted he was because of that, that he needed special uh, compensation to compete on his test scores and stuff. So, uh, you know, that that and you don't see that attitude much anymore, but that's the way it was back then, at least with some people I knew around here. So I'll have to stand up for that. My friend, uh, Anthony Fowler. Mm-hmm. And one last thing yeah. before I go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yes, sir. And so we should remember that famous uh, saying, they say the, that the best way to fight those who would censor and restrict free speech is with more free speech. So let me leave you all with one joke. <laughs> And it goes, what's the difference between a black man and an elevator? You'll have to tell us. An elevator can raise a family of four. And on that (laughs) note, have a good day. Thanks for the call, Paul. Next is Mike in Kentucky. Mike, thanks for the call, sir. Uh, Elevators only generally go down in one direction unless on Star Trek, but I think... uh, uh, black men will go down on anything. 
that's just our oh. that's our former president Obama, right? I'm sorry, I well, digress. Yeah, exactly. Go mean, ahead, Mike. Well, yeah, well, they called me Big Mike, and I didn't realize that was a play on Michelle. Uh, I'm one of the bigger cyclists around this area. I got nicknamed Big Mike, and it took me a while before I felt, realized they might be making a play on Michelle there. But no, I didn't call in about any of this. Uh, but somebody talked about corn a while ago and how much you know you used to be able to raise uh, 200 bushels of corn on an acre yes. of land. And uh, the way the soils have gotten depleted and everything. And some of my research in the last month or two, because of a few things that I've stumbled across, which turned out to be completely false, uh, and I've had to fish around and find stuff, I have stumbled across some other things, like the idea that most of the Mexican, Aztec, Mayan city-states all vanished within about 10 to 15 years, and the jungle took back over. And how were they raising corn? Because if we cut down the jungle now in Brazil... It's a scarred land. The jungle won't grow back. And they had figured out how to make biochar. Mm -hmm. Uh, They were using that technology to support their vast civilizations. Now, don't ask me why smallpox took them out that way, because uh, Tom from Utah taught me that, you know, there's a lot more to these diseases than people think that has to be a vector. And so I don't, you know, I don't know how smallpox took down, you know, whatever they think it was, yeah. 40 million, 60 million, 100 million Native Americans all vanished in less than a generation. Mm-hmm. And so we need to it's look at that. Used to people, people used to talk about it on RBN, how to replenish well, the soil. the Aztecs and the Mayans were... Huh? Yeah, and, and there was there was another civilization called the Anasazi uh, up in the uh, Utah kind of area up in that that area that went out quickly too. I, sure. I don't know and if it was. Yeah, I, I, I fascinating subject. I don't think that we've been told the actual history of events, prehistoric right. especially ancient history. We've been lied but to I about that the there was advanced learned. civilization. I yes, think sir. the elite learned this type of bio warfare. Oh and started using it a lot earlier than we think. You know, we've also heard about supposedly Americans using smallpox tainted tainted blankets on the Native Americans. Mm -hmm. But what about things like the uh, Chinese chestnut blight that took out the food source for uh, a vast area of Appalachia? Anyway, good points, I, Mike. I Listen, yeah, I got some. More. I have to get to my callers. I appreciate you calling, sure. man. I, I, right, I owe good points. Let me. Let me. Next up, I have James in Vancouver. Thanks, James. What's on your mind today, sir? Yeah, good morning. Uh, the uh, Navalny uh, killing, you see. Mm-hmm. Novichuk. Uh, yeah, Alexei Navalny, uh, who died just the uh, 16th, I think he was murdered. <clears throat> now all his uh, relatives, friends, and supporters are probably running like hell because they're all going to get rounded up. And this is something people can watch for. Uh, because uh, old Pootie Boy is doing his consolidation of power because he's probably going <clears> to <throat> ramp up the war a bit. And this is a standard procedure to maintain the hierarchy, which I like to talk about, uh, which was uh, introduced in his book, Theory of International Politics by Kenneth and Waltz of Columbia University. For those that don't know how to... Uh, look up citations and don't know anything about international politics. 
I again cite the same thing. So thanks for my thanks for taking my call and have a good day, sir. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks very much for your contribution, James. All right. Yes, I appreciate you, sir. Thanks for listening. And uh, I have Tom in Utah next. Tom, thanks for the call, sir. Hi there, Stephen. I just wanted to let uh, Wendy know that she is, how to say, lucky to have uh, the blessing of Stephen Douglas Weiner. Well, thanks. I appreciate it. That's kind words, Tom. Thanks. (laughs) I hope she feels that way. I believe she by the way, I, I really cringe when I hear people say, well, I got this uh, COVID through aerosol or through the air. Yeah, I, I I don't buy that anymore either. At first I did when it was first coming out there. And, uh, and that's uh, something that Jonathan Cooey was going to talk about today. He's the expert, but I agree. And you're, you, I, you said the same thing, that, that it wasn't happening that way when it happened, if I remember correctly. I could never culture anything from the air. I had to have fat, flesh, plasma in that Petri dish. <laughs> and I couldn't get anybody to breathe on it and, and it contaminate it that way. See, God is not stupid. He creates a divine being, you and me, and our saliva is lysemic. If you get a bacteria into your saliva, like your grandmother and grandmother said, chew your food, it begins to digest right away in your mouth. Mm-hmm. The reality is the, the infections are not aerosol. They're not ethereal. Anyway. But again, may I ask I you, before, before, let me ask, may I ask you another question. What about the transmission of, say, something that they label or call now norovirus, a gastrointestinal thing that may go through uh, 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 some people. You get that in cruise ships. I mean, how would you explain that? That's just contamination of hands, or is it is it passed in some way like that, or what? I was wondering about that because I completely agree with the respiratory thing, that that is a mythology that is not supported by the data. All pathogens that cause disease in humans or animals are, how do you say, oxyphobic. So mm-hmm. they're, they're killed by oxygen. Where do you find oxygen? Where is oxygen? Stephen, where, where do you yeah, find oxygen? Well- Go, I mean, I don't know where you're going with this, but, you know, it will oxidize in the pathogen. Uh, where do you find it? Tell us. Everywhere. Everywhere out in the environment. Yeah. The only place that's oxygen-free, or in other words, where there's not reactive oxygen is inside your body, inside the body of any animal. The oxygen inside is tied up in a with the hemoglobin. Yes. Well, yeah, that makes sense. And, well, hey, listen, Tom, I hate to cut you off. I have uh, two more callers I want to get to before I close out. And I really do appreciate you, sir. I really appreciate what you've taught me. And, I mean, I'm, I followed a lot of Mr. Man's advice, and I am a healthier man today because of it, too. I, and I appreciate you, sir. Let me, let me, well, let me go on to – yeah. Go ahead, sir. One, one, one other comment. The way mm-hmm. the smallpox – got to the Native Americans was mm-hmm. not through blankets. It was through 
European pork and the European cattle that there they had never been how to say accustomed to. Yes, sir. That that was something I was thinking uh, when when they were talking about that earlier. That was a possible vector. Yes, sir. Thanks for thanks for bringing that up. I, I think you might be right. I don't know for sure, but my, I, I do believe it could be. Okay. Next up, I have Aunt Jemima in Georgia. Okay, Aunt Jemima. Thanks for calling. I was shocked that they took you off of the pancake package. It hurt me deeply. Mm-hmm, Ronnie. Uh, this is Aunt Jemima. And mm-hmm. I just want to tell you that I'm so angry because I used to be rich and famous. But the vile Jews took down my commercial. And uh, what do you think about that now? They say it was racist. I'm not racist. Why are you going to take down my commercial? <laughs> well, I, I don't know. That's, 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 a, that's a bad thing. And, you know, what about Uncle Ben? They took him down, too, didn't they? Oh, don't even get me started on Uncle Ben now. Mm-hmm. Ah. Don't even get me started now. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame. But I guess you're you're calling in because of uh, the comment from last night. Oh, hey, uh, and uh, yeah. Well, thanks thanks for calling, Aunt Mama. I hope that you're doing okay since you don't have the commercial anymore. I used to eat your pancakes a lot. But you stopped Anything else before? because the wild uh, juice took down my commercial. I know uh, that's why it is, and now I don't get my royalties anymore. And one more uh, thing for you. You remember right, that Mark Roman trial? You remember that trial yeah. where they went into Mark Roman and his private conversations that he said the N-word? In the whole entire uh-huh. white people, all of, everybody, nobody anymore said the N-word anymore. All that's black true. people always calling you white people honky. But mm-hmm. You can't use that N-word no more. And if you say it, and they set it up so now when you uh, send it in your private text messages, they're going to be looking at AI going there and look at that. And they, going I know, and that T-Mobile, T-Mobile wants to find people for that, for their own little faults. I mean, is that right? That, well, that's just terrible. I agree. That's we got to have he took down. He took down mm. my, he took down my syrup and then I'm oh, okay, yeah, thanks very much for calling, Aunt Jemima. Okay, and next up, I have Bill in Kentucky. Hi, Bill. Thank you very much for calling. Talking to you again there, and, and, say, and hi, Aunt Jemima, wherever you're at. But anyway, uh, mm-hmm. uh, the other dude from Kentucky, Mike from Kentucky, made me think of this, but, you know, the... Native Americans gave one one little bit of revenge that the Native Americans gave the Europeans and whoever else is and, and like I said I'm I'm I've told this before I'm one fourth Native American myself that's three fourths white but but the uh, is is the two S's smoke and syphilis when I say smoke I ain't talking about wacky packer I'm talking about right. tobacco <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. but, but that's that's a two that's a two things that I guess you. And of course, you got Montezuma's revenge, but that's another story right there. But, but, uh, but, but smoke, but tobacco is, is from the is native to America, both North and South America, and and also syphilis was supposedly brought back by Columbus and some of those other explorers, some of those conquistadors, and some of those other explorers to Spain and Italy so they, and France. They took it back there from here. Is that how it went? I thought it was the other way yeah, around. Yeah, now, wait a minute. Is indigenous wow. to the Americas. 
that's a whole oh. thing, you know, like smallpox and all these other things that, that uh, Europeans brought to America and wiped out the indigenous population, you know, for the most part. But, but that's one thing that we had that they didn't have there was syphilis and also tobacco. And, you know, of course, tobacco, the whole world is dying of lung cancer and emphysema and everything else from tobacco, you know, but that's, but that's the two thing. I guess you could say that the Native American Indians had any revenge on the Europeans. Yeah. It was the syphilis and sm- like that two S's, smoke and syphilis. <laughs> you know, well, hey, but, thanks for calling, Bill. I do, I got James in Vancouver wanted to call back in, must have wanted to mention something else. I do appreciate your input, sir. Thanks very much for listening. Yeah, how you uh, doing? Let me, let me, all right. Hey, James. Yeah, go ahead, sir. Yeah, so uh, it says here, all pathogens need oxygen to grow. Mm-hmm. All all pathogens need oxygen to grow? Yep. Well, I don't know, you know it's like in the oxygen-free, I mean, it, 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 say that's where the cancer cells would grow, where there was um, no oxygen. That uh, it had to do. I, I understood that more along the lines of pH. You know, that was why the. It's, but you know, <laughs> I don't know. I really don't buy the respiratory uh, transmission vectors the way they yeah. were anymore. I just don't think it worked that way. It just it hasn't been ever been reproducible, and and it doesn't. We don't have to get to that point of the argument to see that the thing has been ramped up and used for tyranny as well as this transhumanism thing where they they want to put these chips in everybody and then i mean come on that's ridiculous i say do away with all that go ahead sir you get on a horse and round up some cattle and that dust you're breathing in you'll get some cowpox i'll let you go sir okay all right yeah thanks sir hey Thought criminals, I appreciate y'all joining me. I'm sorry about the Chetango not being an Earth Day. I don't know what that's all about, but we got to have freedom of speech. We got to have a little uh, sense of humor too. I mean, look, I, I not, you know, you can be, uh, uh, you don't have to threaten people or demean them, but you still don't have to tiptoe around. That's the way to toward tyranny and enslavement is where you tiptoe around and censor yourself and they it, they called it a panopticon, this design of a prison back. If you can look that up, if you don't know what that is, panopticon is French prison that designed so that the prisoners are watching their self and snitching on each other and they never know if the guards are there or not because they can always see you. Uh, so you never know if somebody's watching. And so that's kind of what they are creating in our snitch society of I'm offended, you're offended, hate speech, you racist, you. You know, I man, I don't know what that word means in a lot of ways. They, they redefine these terms all the ways through the battle. I agree with Larkin, Texas, there that the battle is in the language. That the core to this is in language and in what you see in the mirror. Those are the only two, you know, I, I, there may be more, but, we, you know, we're going to commit thought crime. I am until they take me out. I know they're going to come for me. Eventually, I committed thought crime along the way, and I will be back next week to do more of the same. Y'all, uh, support RBN, and remember, a thought crime a day. It helps keep tyranny at bay. Y'all be good to each other. Bye.
Hello, hello, hello from beautiful Colorado. My name is Samuel Jung Kay, and I am currently the lead Shilaji hunter and master herbalist for Colorado Shilaji Company. In this video series, I will be discussing what we believe is the greatest of all adaptogenic superfoods and the single greatest natural healing remedy gifted to us by Mother Earth. I think you too will become as excited by this incredible substance called Shilaji as we were and are after our discovery of this amazing gift right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. You may already know Shilaji by other names. Shilajit, Momio, Momi, Mami, Mineral Pitch, Asphaltum, and others. Shilaji literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shilaji has been in use for thousands of years and is considered as the highest valued cure-all of any earthly substance. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.